Welcome back to the All in the Homeschool Day podcast. On today's episode, we are continuing our series talking about helping your gifted learner thrive in your homeschool. You can find the show notes to this series and all the links that I mentioned at triumphantlearning.com forward slash gifted learner. On today's episode, we're going to talk about five ways that you can motivate your gifted learner. And I want to preface this by telling you this has been our experience. These are some of the strategies that I use to help motivate my gifted learner. And I've seen this come into play with a number of other students as well. But what is really important and what I want you to take away from this episode is that your child is unique. And so you need to be a student of your child to determine what really motivates your child. How can you help your child to achieve her potential? What do you need to do to help her see the purpose in what she's doing and what she's learning? Because while these techniques and strategies work for us, you may need to use something slightly different for your student. So I would encourage you to use these suggestions as a starting point and uh, as a way to get your creative juices flowing, to think about ways that you might be able to help your gifted learner to be motivated and to uh, to achieve their potential. The f- first thing that I keep in mind, the first strategy is that I don't want to push my child too hard. I know that my child can achieve great things. She has the potential to literally do whatever she wants to do. I have seen when she sets her mind to it that she can essentially learn anything she wants to learn. So I know that she is capable, but oftentimes she doesn't want to put in the hard work. And there are a couple of reasons for that, particularly for her. I think she doesn't want to fail. She wants to do it right or not at all. Part of that is her personality type. So you may or may not have that struggle, but that is one thing that prevents her from Uh, really applying herself. Another aspect of that is that most of her learning comes so easily for her that when she has to really apply herself and push past what's really hard, it's just not as much fun. So why do that? But it is important to find that balance to know how much you should push your child. Because I've seen many gifted learners who need that nudge, who need to be pushed outside of their comfort zone so that they can really apply themselves. And typically when they get to the point that they've pushed past that, they're thankful for it, but they don't like the process. But at the same time, we don't want to push them to achieve more simply because we think they should, because it would make us look good. It would um, make them look good. We think they should be skipping grades or graduating early. Be really careful about your motivations for why you're pushing them. I would really encourage you to have your homeschool mission statement written out. Know why you are homeschooling. Know what your goals are. What do you want to achieve through this process? And knowing those goals, looking back at what your goals are, will help you to discern when to push and when to pull back. And 
I just want to encourage you to really consider carefully before you allow your child to skip grades or graduate early. I have talked to so many homeschool parents who have gone before me who regretted allowing their child to skip grades, graduate early, you know, work ahead because their child was not emotionally ready for the next stage of life. When we push our children to work so far ahead that they are with others who are in a very different emotional and maturity stage, that can become a challenge for them. So if your child is in that situation where uh, it is the right decision for them to uh, be skipping grades or to graduate early, be very aware of this so that you can find the right setting for them that will help them to mature and to develop both academically and emotionally. So just keep that in mind so that you can make the right decision for your child. The second strategy that I use is to remind my daughter to keep it simple. This can be a real challenge for gifted learners who love to go deep and love to learn more about subjects that interest them, but it can also get them into trouble. There have been a number of times that my daughter has been working on a math problem and she would ask for help because she was stuck. And when I look at it, I say, well, why don't you just do this? And it was a simple calculation. And she sat back and thought a minute and looked at me and said, I, I don't know. She was trying to take it to the next level when the reality is she needed to keep it simple and just solve the equation. There will be a time for going deeper and for taking it to that next level. But there are situations that they have to learn how to keep it simple also. And the way this comes into play with motivation is that my daughter loves math, but at the same time, she can very easily feel like she's a failure and she's not good at it because she's making it overly complicated. She is not accomplishing the objective of that particular math lesson because she's trying to go deeper and Think about it in a way that they did not intend for her to think about in that lesson. So I wrote a sticky note for her that she keeps in her book and she is using it as her bookmark to keep her place. And it says, keep it simple. And that is all that it says so that she can look at that every time she starts her lesson and be reminded, okay, I don't want to overthink this. I want to enjoy this and I want to... um love math. And so to do that, I've got to keep it simple. The third strategy that I use is to allow my child to teach others. When we are really interested in a particular subject, we want to tell everybody about it. And in doing so, that motivates us to learn more and to go deeper into the subject, to master the subject so that we can share that with others. I am constantly learning new things as my daughter tells me what she's learning. So many of them I don't understand and I could if I put in the time and the, and the effort to uh, learn more about it, but honestly, it's not what interests me, but it interests my daughter. So by default, I'm very interested in it. 
Uh, my daughter is very interested in electronics and Rubik's Cube algorithms. She runs the lighting for our church and has really enjoyed learning how to use the light board, how to think about the colors and how that changes the mood of the worship setting. She is learning from individuals who are lighting experts as well as just getting in and playing around with the board so she can figure it out. So when she comes home after a worship practice and she is just so filled with excitement over what she figured out that she's literally bouncing, it is my privilege to listen to her. I try to follow and sometimes I understand it and sometimes I don't. Sometimes she goes way over my head, but I share her excitement. When I'm able to share the, her excitement, it motivates her to apply herself and to really learn more and to go into more detail. Now, this could be as simple as your child teaching a younger sibling or help tutoring a younger sibling through a difficult subject for them. It could mean your child telling you what they're learning or finding another mentor with whom your child can uh, discuss these topics that maybe you are not as knowledgeable about. The fourth way that you can motivate your child is to learn about personality styles. Within the past couple of years, I have started doing more research about personality styles and learning about various ways that we respond to situations. Uh, re most recently, we've read two books that have been very enlightening. One is Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies, and the other is The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Crone. As I have learned about ways that we respond to our environment and how our personalities impact how we approach different situations, I've been able to find new ways to motivate my daughter. If your child is not internally motivated, intrinsically motivated, it can be a real challenge to find a way to externally motivate them that is not a punishment, that is something they look forward to, but also helps them develop the life skills to be able to do that on their own. I will not always be available to help motivate my daughter. So I want to find ways to help her learn how to do that, even though she specifically needs external motivations but helping her to learn these little tricks and ways to motivate herself will allow her to apply the philosophy and the, the strategies when she moves out and she's on her own, whether she's at college or in the, the workforce or a mother in her own home. I can provide that external motivation now and slowly turn that over to her, help her to see what's working, to figure out what is best for her, and then how she can apply that to her life whenever she is not at home. Now, what your child needs is very different than what my child needs. And that's where being a student of your child really comes into play. As you read books or listen to podcasts or and learn about different personality styles and what each individual needs, think about what 
your child needs? How does your child respond to specific situations? And how could you help them overcome the struggles that they face so that they are more motivated to accomplish their schoolwork, their um, personal passions, and help them to achieve their potential? Which leads us into our fifth and final strategy that I use to motivate my child, and that is to provide plenty of free time for them to explore their own interests. Gifted students are uh, typically very interested in a variety of topics, and they want to learn a lot. They seem like little sponges just soaking everything up, or they might be an individual who loves just diving into one particular topic and they become an expert in that area. Either way, these typically fall outside the scope of a typical school study. Whenever I am planning my daughter's uh, studies for the year, I am following uh, guidelines based on what colleges are looking for, based on what our uh, state recommends for graduation from high school. And I use that as a guideline, but I customize it to take into account my child's individual interests and her needs. Regardless, there are going to be aspects of their study plan that falls outside the scope of what they want to be studying. They are going to have other interests. So I try to allow as much time as possible for them to dig deep into those interests and to really learn about what is interesting them. There are benefits to your child's academic learning when you do this. They will connect with so many other areas of study. They will have other um, lines of thought and concepts that they're pondering, and they will bring that into their academic studies, and it will provide a deeper, richer understanding of both. Now, I know how difficult it is to do this. We are in a society now where there are so many opportunities for us. There are so many ways that we could spend our time. I find that we are constantly pulled in so many directions. I love this quote by Emily P. Freeman. She says, it actually takes more work to create margin than it does to stay busy. Busy is our default. Margin takes intention. When we are intentional to create this time for our students, then we have the opportunity to provide them a gift, a gift of time that they can explore their interests. So those are the five strategies that I keep in mind and I use when motivating my gifted learner. I hope those have been helpful for you and you have been able to use them to think about your own student and how you might be able to motivate your child. I'd love to hear from you. If you have another way that motivates your child, let me know. Send me an email. You can find my contact information on the website at triumphantlearning.com. And next week, we have a special guest coming. Colleen Kessler of Raising Lifelong Learners will be sharing her experience with gifted learners and what that looks like in their homeschool. 
Until next time, I hope you have a triumphant day.